Welcome to the Bridge Association of Realtors podcast, where we spotlight Bay Area realtor members and affiliates and share information about how the association can better serve our members. I'm your host, Declan Spring. In this episode, I'm chatting with Jordan Lento. Jordan Lento is a realtor with Red Oak Realty, and he is the chair of the Education and Technology Committee at Bridge Association of Realtors. Jordan Lento, thank you so much for coming to chat on the on the podcast. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thanks for being a great um, committee member with Bridge Association of Realtors. Also my pleasure. <laughs> I'm definitely going to talk more about that today. Yeah, definitely want you to. But let's talk about your career in real estate because it fascinates me, right? Because I've been doing this for a long time. But you got licensed like a few months ahead of lockdown in, in 2020. Yep. I quit my last tech job in May of 2019 after working remotely for 15 years and traveling. Um, I decided that I wanted to do something more locally based. I was working out of my home and traveling uh-huh. out of the area when I was working, uh, if not at home. And so I'd felt really disconnected from the place that I'd lived and became and grew to love um, and was really dissatisfied with the startup culture of my last company and decided that it was time to make a really big change. And I figured the most extreme way to work and live and connect with my community was to become a real estate agent. Amazing. I'd had an amazing experience buying my first home in California with a Red Oak agent. Oh, I see. And that already brought me a lot of endearment to the brokerage. And so for me, when I got my license, I'd already felt very confident about where I was going to hang my license and was lucky and honored for the fact that Red Oak would have me as a brand new agent and mm-hmm. it was just a rocket ship ride. Amazing. Had no idea when I quit my last job and got my license that we were going to be into a pandemic and a lockdown. And yeah, so right. it, um, it kind of caught me and the entire world off guard, of course. Yeah. And who know that who knew that it was going to be an opportunity for realtors to, you know, dig in and brand themselves in a different way, connect with their community right. in a different way in a time where we were all completely disconnected. Right. Um, and built a brand around that and feel really proud of the way I was able to do it and just sort of did what I thought felt natural. The way I connect with people, I come from a career uh, in the past of networking with people and connecting folks. And so for me, that felt really natural. And it ended up providing me a really uh, great springboard to start a completely new career. I mean, when I think about it, my mind just boggles, right? Because, you know, when lockdown occurred, I've been in the business for quite a while. I didn't necessarily see it as an opportunity, but you just said it, it turned for you. It was an opportunity to, to really brand yourself. I think for me, what I started to really quickly realize was I came in like most new agents come in, whether you're coming as a second career or first career, there's this mystery around, okay, I got my education in real estate. I got my license, but really teaches you more about the concepts of real estate. It right. doesn't really teach you how to be a realtor. Yes. And so I was very uh, intent on learning those pieces after I got my license and really feeling like I could figure out how I fit into this new profession that was wildly different than what I did in my prior professional life. Uh And so what I realized was that the pandemic became a really great equalizer for agents. As you said, you were a really experienced agent, even at that time when the pandemic hit and it caught a lot of people on their back heel and said, you know, okay, the way I've done business, the entire of the, the entirety of the time that I've done this work 
is now completely different. The way right. we engage with our clients, the way we get out into the community, the way we're touring and showing homes, the way we're marketing homes as listing agents, yeah. all completely different. And yes. so for me coming from tech, a lot of that felt really natural. And um, mm -hmm. one of the tie-ins was I worked with education and technology at that time, that committee with the Bridge Association yes. was took it upon themselves to stand up what was known as Virtual Brokers Tour, which is still around now and became an institution for folks who were really looking to find and connect with that community the way we always did before yes. on Mondays and Thursdays over sushi at a beautiful home on yes. Brokers Tour. So we stood up this sort of ad hoc virtual network and it became some it became an opportunity for folks to market their properties the way we did traditionally in right. the old market um, before COVID. But it also became a uh, a safe haven for folks to share what was going on both professionally and personally and feel connected to the community that we were sort of ripped away from so suddenly. Yes. Um, and my involvement with Virtual Brokers Tour and standing those bits up and getting involved with education and technology, which is yeah. what my former career was in, in the healthcare space, Makes was something sense. I was really passionate about. And yeah. what I realized was the equalizer effect of seasons agents and new agents, right. depending on how you came into this business, everyone was sort of being forced to reevaluate how they did what they do. That's right. And because of my comfort with technology and my comfort with social media, I was able to create a brand around that digital presence yes. and became known as the virtual tour guy, both as a virtual brokers tour host, right. but also as someone who was out on Instagram pitching properties for other listing agents and showcasing their properties, which was something that folks both in the community and in my further network afar really came to right. appreciate and look forward to. I would have friends from back East that would reach out and say like, when are you touring another house? We love seeing these properties wow. in Oakland, California. It's so different than, you know, Florida or New York, the two places that I'm sort of, you know, right. more rooted to from a family perspective. And it yeah. kind of, just started a brand and it was something that people really enjoyed whether they were in the housing market or not. Yes. I was able to get a lot more comfortable yeah. um, with social media. I, you know, fully transparently was not a huge user of social media before I got into real estate. I'd kind of yeah. backed away from it in the years prior, uh -huh. um, but found that it was a really great way to, uh, branch out and be more comfortable with myself. I'd yeah. been in the corporate world for so long and you have to sort of fit yourself into a mold in a lot of ways when you're working uh -huh. for another company. And it really was a great way for me to feel my full autonomy and self-employment as an individual and just be myself. And, right. you know, sometimes I would accidentally drop an F-bomb on a virtual tour right. and people actually really liked it. They thought it was, you know, very real and showed Authentic. me. And authenticity is such a big part of being present on social media. Right. Um, again, even now, some of the time I cringe thinking about some of the things that, you know, I do <laughs> and how I engage with social media but it really is a great way. I sort of look at it as an opportunity to engage with people yeah. and have it be an extension of my LinkedIn profile or my, um, my Google business page. I want them to see me yeah. and I want them to know what I'm about and what I bring to the equation if you decide to work with me. And Well, I have to say, you know, so, so when, when the lockdown occurred, you know, you, you did what a lot of people couldn't do you you stepped up your social engagement mm -hmm. in such a meaningful way that you instantly popped out to me as like a bright shining star in 2020 you were giving it everything you could you were mm -hmm. giving 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 you weren't worried about how am i going to get 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 mm -hmm. you chose to give 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 i find that that's 
what I've learned, probably the biggest lesson I've learned in real estate and being self-employed is that the less you're concerned about what you get, the more you end up getting. I feel like operating wow. from a place of abundance and yeah. gratitude has gotten me very far, especially in a business where connection is everything, connection mm -hmm. with your clients, connection with your brokerage, connection with your association, connection uh -huh. with your realtor colleagues. Yes. Um, as someone who, you know, to your point, stood out early in their career, both in my brokerage and at the association level, um, I do a large portion of my business is by agent referral. And yeah. that to me is the most humbling and flattering thing as a new agent. I always just think of, about any one referral that comes from an agent. Think about how many agents that realtor knows yeah, and that they would choose me as someone to align with a potential client is so humbling, yeah. especially as a new agent. We're in the first year. I was still very much in the mode of yeah. what is this job? How do I engage with my yeah. community? What is, again, you're coming out of this real estate education that teaches you about the concepts of real estate at a very broad statewide or national level. Yes. Whereas everyone here knows that the Bay area market is like no other. Yeah. And so it really does take that real estate trial by fire mm -hmm. of actually doing the job, getting in the trenches, working with colleagues, hosting open houses, dragging yeah. signs around in the rain and doing all of these things that are extremely frustrating in moments. Right. But again, for a much greater reward. And it really has, I'm now going into my fourth year as a realtor. Yes. Um, it's really solidified my place and my role as a realtor and the type of realtor that I want to be yeah. and also how I want to bring that back to the agent community. And I want to talk a bit more about, you know, sort of, again, how the association does give back and why I've gotten involved. Yeah. So you, you when we talk about building community in real estate, community can mean so many things, mm -hmm. so many different people. Um, I'm similar to you in the sense that I recognize my real estate community, my colleagues in the industry, mm -hmm. and rather seeing competition or threat, I see a really interesting community of people who are doing a difficult job mm -hmm. and really giving to their community. And so, you know, building and supporting our community of realtors, mm -hmm. to me, is very satisfying. Absolutely. Very, very satisfying. And you did that. So uh, you got you got right involved with not only with your uh, brokerage, but you also jumped in to the Association of Realtors, mm -hmm. which I always find really impressive for anybody who does it in their first six years to get involved in the real estate, uh, mm -hmm. in, the, in the local association. Yep. Because, you know, most people are busy in the first few years of their career, really just trying to build their own business and yeah. brand, but supporting the association isn't isn't high as a priority. Mm, I think uh, I saw the value in that early as I started to, again, connect with realtors and see how much value there is, even in connecting socially with realtors, even if it's yeah. over cocktails, we end up talking about, you know, our current escrow or something that's going on in the market. Or right now, everyone's talking about how the market has shifted and continues to shift yeah. even through, you know, this sort of post-COVID time that we're in. Well, as, let me stop you right yeah. there for a second, because you're somebody who sees opportunity. You saw opportunity in in the lockdown mm -hmm. and this is a this is a difficult year right now you're probably more friendly with uh, a lot of uh, more newly licensed agents mm -hmm. than I am mm -hmm. um, so we're definitely hearing like those negative kinds of words right now mm -hmm. you know challenge struggle 
What are the opportunities right now, in your opinion? The opportunities right now are to dig in. And what I've been talking with new agents about is exactly how I started, is getting involved in the association and getting involved with your real community, realtor community in whatever way that feels natural and authentic to you while business is slow. I'm so grateful for the fact that as I was building my business, um, right. that I sort of inadvertently got involved with the Education and Technology Committee because of my former tech roots. Yeah. Um, it was sort of a natural fit, but yeah. I very quickly started to realize how much advocacy and activism and volunteerism go into paving a path forward for what mm -hmm. we do as agents in a really dynamic state. We just ascended as Californians to the fourth largest economy in the world. Right. And so a big chunk of that is real estate and investing. And so there's absolutely opportunity there. And again, what I have advised new agents on is that there is so much value there, both from a one-to-one -one business referral perspective, but I never really try to look at the work I do at the association level as a business opportunity, but more as an opportunity to connect with the realtor community. We do business in, you know, what's one of the most dynamic real estate markets in the world. Yeah. And so I'm humbled to even play in that sandbox, even <laughs> on any level. But again, I think the biggest value there is because we work with these extremely high caliber agents, mm -hmm. tap into that network, be out on broker's tour. The only person who doesn't know, or that only person that knows that you don't have a buyer for that $6 million house, Yeah is you. Yeah. So go and be social and act as if and engage with realtors and see yeah. what's going on in the community. I do think it's the best way to sort of bring value back to your clients yeah. and to your realtor community is to really understand what's going on on a week to week basis because our market is that dynamic. Tell me about the ad and tech committee. How long have you been a I have been, um, this is my first year chairing the committee. It's okay. my third year on the committee. Um, and so it has been a wild ride. We've seen um, variance in the amount of participation through COVID. You know, to your point earlier, folks, you know, as their business has changed, a lot of people go into sort of a panic or sort of a um, sort of a reflexive mode of, yeah. you know, I need to like really batten down the hatches and figure out how to like grow my business. Yeah. And so the first thing that sort of slides by the wayside is volunteerism or things that aren't necessarily a one-to-one -one revenue generating activity. Yeah. But I do think that there is so much more intrinsic value in being connected to realtors and also getting the most out of your membership. We, you know, play in this association community. We get the benefits of the MLS mm -hmm. and sort of marketing at that level. And there's a lot of content that comes back. There's tons of educational um, and advisory type mm -hmm. information and seminars and lunch and learns and cocktail happy hours and all different types of things that are going on with affiliate members of our community. So think of the agents that we do business with um, yes. on the insurance side of things. Things, title companies, all of the sort of ancillary businesses that tie into how we assemble a team for our sellers and our buyers. Uh -huh. um, and again, connecting with those folks, meeting, you know, the title right. folks who are doing transactions in your community, uh, meeting the insurance agents who are in, you're referring your clients to to insure their properties, right. especially again, now it's top of mind with all of the rain we've had this year. I'm sure every yeah. realtor who does business in the East Bay has had a lot of phone calls about drainage and right. foundations and runoff and gutters and all of the things that we've all been saddled with as homeowners and property owners in a state yeah. that's now being inundated with rain after so drought. So how is the Ad and Tech Committee offering 
you know, benefits and member services. Good question. We that. actually have our next, um, our next third Thursday event is coming up. We do them every other month on the third Thursday of the month. So okay. our next is coming up on March 16th from four to six. Okay. It's actually going to be at the bridge training center, uh, okay. in, 2855 Telegraph yep, yep. in South Berkeley. Um, we're having Ruth Stroop from farmers come and talk about a very timely topic of water and drainage and how to protect your asset in uh-huh. this sort of interesting climate that we've had this year and sort of again how to put our best foot forward and really advise our clients both as already homeowners and how to advise new buyers on how to evaluate a property and make sure that they understand what they're purchasing confidently oh that's great and people can register at bridgeaor.com absolutely it's a live event it is a live event so third thursdays (laughs) that's a thing Mm -hmm. that's our thing right now all the time third thursdays so you're gonna be live events there's usually food and booze there as well which we know gets real is excited so um, okay. it's an opportunity to again learn uh-huh. something bring something back to your um, bring something back to your clients and uh-huh. also to network with other agents who are all going through the same thing this business can be extremely isolating we yes. work as independent contractors independent is literally in the title yeah. and so there is that sense of being very isolated and there are right. wonderful parts to being able to move freely and autonomously mm-hmm. but then it also again if you don't come up for air and connect with your community you can right. start to feel really adrift and so I think there's a lot of value in just being around folks who understand there's so few professions that are similar to what we do right that I feel that the community of realtors and people that understand what this work is like and how demanding it can be yeah they'll keep you afloat absolutely exactly and I have found so much comfort in that as a newer agent and you know entering into yeah. A really intimidating market of extremely right. competent and wonderful agents. We really do have an elite yeah. group of folks who do what we do. And again, I see, you know, the folks out there doing this work. Yeah. And I'm so humbled in certain instances to be able to do it alongside people who I really respect. What else is the uh, Ed and Tech Committee got? coming up for this year what's your what's your plans for this year we have um we have a couple of other third thursdays that we're planning for later in the year we're sort of always working on that programming content we're working on a um a third Thursday event for Realtor Safety Month with Realtor Safety Month, which is in September. Okay. And so we're actually going to bring in jujitsu instructor to do an in-person sort of uh, realtor wow. self-defense class because again, that's so important. Something that we, you know, I didn't really necessarily realize when I was getting into the profession is that there are a lot of very precarious situations that we end up in if we're not careful. Um, meeting yes. folks at houses alone. Sometimes we're meeting leads of you know people we've never met before in person and you're meeting them for the first time at this clandestine house all alone and again um to your point actually yesterday i got a call from somebody who asked me hey can you collect me from this address i want to bring you up to a house mm -hmm. at this address and and i had to say can i get your name (laughs) he's like oh yeah yeah and gave me his name and and i thought at first this guy just like calling a realtor to get a ride somewhere yeah or you know whatever it all worked out fine but mm-hmm. you know there's there's a risk there i definitely let but i mean my- you had the presence of mind to again like i feel like there might, someone else might have just said sure a brand new agent who's eager to do business right. might not have thought of that angle of it and just said like oh my gosh there's a client who wants to do business with me i'm a brand new agent i'm just gonna like That's blindly right. not even think to ask the name and so again i think there are certain things because of the fact that we are motivated and we want to deliver for our clients that yeah. sometimes that excitement 
environment and that um, it can cloud your thinking. it can definitely cloud your thinking yeah. to your point exactly yeah. and so again it's even small things like that like okay this is kind of striking me a little odd like let me get a little bit of information so again right. to that end we're providing some content another um, thing that we're working on for mid-year is going to be um, we're going to bring in a hypnotherapist uh -huh. to talk about you know ways to just kind of center yourself and that. again this business is extremely high stress and I remember being told by many agents when I was considering getting and making this switch and getting into real estate that many many agents told me if you let it this job can take over your entire life right and yes. you have to be centered and understand what you value and what you're looking for out yeah. of this business other than a paycheck to not let it consume your entire life because right. it absolutely can this is a 24 7 job it we can. work on the weekend we work evenings we like to meet clients where there are yeah. but also it's important that we set boundaries because your mental health is is equally important as putting food on the table one of my big passions for this year is to get agents more involved in education and technology specifically mm. but also just more engaged at the association level because we have this group of 2500 plus agents that all participate in our association yeah that's kind of untapped in a lot of ways it you is. see the same core groups of people engaging and there's so much more value out there and right. so that's why i'm always kind of uh i'm always evangelizing that to new agents i'm like get involved call right. me tell tell your agent friends to get involved come to an education and technology meeting come yeah. to you know a social event that's thrown by a lender or a title person it's just a great way to feel a different connection and so yeah. those are the things this year that i really okay. want to you know focus on and just cultivate a deeper group of you know folks who are super passionate about uh -huh. this work and yeah and to change the landscape of how we do this in your previous conversation with Felicia, mm -hmm. she's done so many firsts, including the first podcast, which she beat me to, and I'm not going to be bitter about, <laughs> but, um, seeing that change, yeah. um, in our leadership as a first, you know, youngest Latina leader at the presidential level of our association, it really shows, you know, how our agent community is shifting. And I want everyone yes. to feel like they have a place in it. Okay, how can people find you? Uh, find me on Instagram at, at jordan.lento. It's very straightforward. Do you want to give a phone number? Absolutely. 510-804-5563, jordan at redoakrealty.com. Also, my website, jordanlento.com. Uh -huh. So find me there. I love how you engage on social media. It's, well, good, because I'm not going to stop. Sometimes I stop and I go, oh my God, he didn't. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I will again. Jordan Lento, thank you so much for spending time with me chatting on the Bridge Association Realtors podcast. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me, Declan. Yeah, you'll be back again in Absolutely. no time. Absolutely. You can't thank get you, rid Jordan. of me. <laughs> Here are some upcoming Bridge Association of Realtor events. All of these are live and in-person events at the training center at Bridge Association of Realtors offices at 2855 Telegraph Avenue, Suite 104 in Berkeley. The Ed and Tech Committee's third Thursday event in March on March 16th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. is a conversation all about home inspections, waterproofing, drainage, and the insurance implications that go along with it. Learn vital tools to stay current on construction, insurance regulations, and resources. This will provide good agency to our clients 
as they consider buying, selling, or improving their homes. Special guest for this event is Ruth Stroop with Farmers Insurance. The March Member Power Hour is March 29th from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. We're back. This is the first in-person luncheon since 2020. This uh, luncheon is presented by Bridge AOR's Local Government Relations Committee. Come and join us for a panel discussion on new ADU law, the value proposition that ADUs can potentially bring to a client's property, the pathways to legalization for illegal units, and the risks and rewards of creating an ADU. Again, it's March 29th, 12 to 1.30 p.m. Food and adult beverages will be provided. And every fourth Friday of the month, this month that falls on March 24th, every fourth Friday of the month, there's a meeting of RAW, the Realtor and Affiliate Wellness Group. You know, if you need to find a safe place where members help each other in a confidential and anonymous setting to discuss matters that may be affecting their businesses and personal lives, this group is a great place for you to drop into. The group remains anonymous. No registration is required. Realtor and Affiliate Wellness, RAW, every fourth Friday of the month. Okay, and let's do the credits. I'd like to thank Chuck Lindo at chucklindomusic at gmail.com for the wonderful music. Lisa Mazer, lisamazerdesign.com for the graphics. Thank you to Divina Lara, CEO at Bridge, and the wonderful staff at Bridge AOR for um, supporting production of this show. We'll catch up with you next Wednesday for another episode of the Bridge Association of Realtors podcast. To reach out to me for any reason with feedback or comments, it's easy. Declan at redoakrealty.com or call me or text 415-446-8591.